0: you know what i think we should do for this weekend what it's really chilly recently right now and i'm thinking of making chili and I wasn't going to bring that up maybe until later, but I really want to make some chili. Um, I know you have a great cornbread re- recipe. Um, well, it's
1: more... It's, it's like a soft cornbread, right? Yeah, it's not necessarily... I don't know. It would probably be great with chili, but it's less of a, less of a real cornbread mm-hmm. that's like more dry mm-hmm. and then... You break that apart and it kind of crumbles. and Like a soupy bottom kind of thing. The, if you eat cornbread, like toss it on top of your chili. Yeah. And you like get a bite. And yeah. It's like a little dry. Yeah. And then like the moisture of the chili. Yeah. That's the normal cornbread. Yeah. Or like this one is like its own dish. Yeah. That's like a corn pudding. Yes. That is delicious. hmm And I've made it for like pot. Could you make it
0: slightly drier? Like if I made like a really good chili. Right. I'm thinking of like cubing some meat rather than using ground beef. But I'm thinking of cubing some meat, cooking that, and putting that in the choice so it's more hearty. You know what I'm saying? And then if you have, like, a wet cornbread, a little dollop of sour cream over
1: top. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself with coda coming up, but. I mean, honestly, I would try it. Okay. Because it's it's so good by itself Mm -hmm. that it's not going to. It's not going to ruin a dish. It's not going to be bad. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really getting ahead of myself with Coda. I guess we're talking about guitar. This is episode four of Basement Breaks. I am Steven. We have Foster here with me again. Welcome back. Um, we've been on a little hiatus for, for a little bit. Uh, we had a, a series of weddings um, that someone had to attend to.
1: Yeah, I had two weddings in a
0: row, Saturday to Saturday. Back to back. Back to back. On a really fun weekend, too, which really kind of sucked for me. But
1: Yeah, that was a, it was one that I wished that I caught live yeah i could have committed to it mm-hmm. but i wanted to like step away a little bit
0: i, I kind of realized that because i texted you some stuff yeah. and then you stopped responding which is like my knowledge of like okay yeah. he's not watching this right now he's very focused on vacation which i appreciate it's very yeah. important to take vacation but at the same time i was like man i really wish foster were here right now because
1: <laughs> yeah i could tell that you were like you couldn't you had no one else to like Itching. talk to it yep. about it, different things. And you're like, bro, you got to watch FP1. Like it's undrivable. <laughs> you got to watch it. And I'm like in the mountains, just like chilling. Colorado, right? Colorado, yes. Yeah. I went to, I had a Colorado wedding, my aunt's wedding in Colorado. And since I knew about it way in advance, I decided to schedule out essentially a week and do the wedding mm-hmm. and then extended vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And a lot of beer. Oh, yeah. A lot. Too much, probably. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of, uh, uh, of uh, like, beer places out there. Isn't so there? I was in Fort Collins, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like a center in, like, the... A mecca. One of the meccas yeah, like, of beer in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, you have, like, your... Spots that do, like, you know, the classics for like each sort of area. You have like the West Coast, the East Coast. But there's definitely a couple
0: places in the U.S. that there's like there's a lot of beer here. We live in one,
1: yes. which is nice. I'm yes. not gonna
0: I'm not gonna dox this and say where, but there's plenty of beer places out here that we're in I Pennsylvania. Can, yeah, we're in Pennsylvania, but somewhere in, in in a sense that like you can go an hour in any direction. There's plenty of places to drink beer, but yes. you are in a specific place on the other
1: side of the country that had the same thing so it was probably very different I'm pretty sure that uh where I was has one of the most densely it has the most breweries like per square mile oh wow like it's way up there if it's probably not the most but it's like way up there Mm -hmm. with how many there are like in one little like city yeah yeah um so I think I tried like over 15 new beers, 15 new beers or 15 new beer places, 15 new beers. Okay. Okay. Across. That's a little better sounding. Yeah. There were a couple places I went that like didn't brew their own. Okay. Um, like there was a place called tap and handle that just sort of had like a huge local stuff selection. Yeah. yeah. And it was like places in Colorado and then, you know, places in California that mm-hmm. we don't get on the East coast. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: that was fun. I heard you uh, also might have went on some ATVs out there, too.
1: I did do that. That was, <laughs> like— sounds incredible. That was very fun. Like, halfway through, I was already planning the next time that I wanted to do it again. Yeah. Because it was so much fun. And, yeah. like, especially coming from enjoying cars, like, I already like stuff with a motor. And, like, I've done jet skiing. I've never done that. I can't in Maine. Honestly, a whole lot of parallels between jet skiing and ATVing. Okay it's the same handles mm-hmm. and throttle and brake. It's mean, so like a motorcycle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously on the water, it's a lot more like flowy and there's not like direct stopping. Yeah, you have waves and things that are going to affect your trajectory, essentially. Yeah. And like it, you can also jet ski like in the ocean, but when I jet skied, it was on a lake. Mm-hmm. So it's very flat and open, but, and the, the ATV trails that we're on are like, to moderate so they weren't like challenging Mm -hmm. but for someone that's never been on one awesome awesome sounds like a great time i missed you i'm not gonna
0: lie i I, um well the house (laughs) got dirty but i mean i left it dirty it came like it was sort of in the same state that when you got back my room's clean but you don't go there yeah but it's clean in case you were wondering that's good thank you i haven't seen uh, it yet i don't really believe you no it's it's it, it, it smells nice at least um good. i did uh some
1: sim work while you were gone yeah i was jealous of that
0: yeah it was actually quite peaceful not that having you here is not peaceful but at the same time can, i was like,
1: focus more oh yeah yeah, yeah you was... don't you don't have to switch every yeah uh, every time to like give the other person a chance
0: i tried guitar that was more challenging than i thought it was going to be i uh, i will get into that in a little bit but i watched the race and then i was curious on why it was so challenging, but that that race is is is, is difficult i'm not gonna lie that, that, there's a lot of turns on there, and I was finding myself offline off the off the line the racing line like oh, so yeah. many times just I, like missing it slightly you know and, and then you end up losing multiple tents
1: over just one turn and it, it, it's it's kind of frustrating, but just looking at the layout, you can tell that it's like gonna be physical oh yeah for this how- one, sh- one straight compare like even just looking at the layouts all compared to each other you can just see how many intricate little tight
0: sections there are there's races that have breaks i don't think monaco has many but there's at least you know two straights i can think of that that you have you know some time under under the under the highway and then that start finish straight where where you have a bit of time to kind of collect yourself with guitar i just found myself just confused um but I also I also ended up um, getting really bored, and maybe I had a few drinks in myself one night. But I ended up getting my motorcycle helmet and strapping that on myself. Um, just you know, to,
1: what, are you to say something? Well, no, it's just funny because the sim rig is literally right off it camera, is. and the helmet is, it is still there, on the floor as well as the beer and a couple had. empty beer cans. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that was me the other day. <laughs> yeah, but I had a great time. So I strapped the helmet on and then did a five lap race. And completely fogged up my entire visor to the point that I couldn't see anything. Um well, but it was intense.
1: You should have followed what the drivers were doing. You had to vent it. You're
0: right, you're right. I saw that in guitar. Yeah, that they were like the opening issue. it up in in the pit stop, opening up in the in, in, in the fast. George Russell was going one one ninety miles per hour and stretching He's his hands, his
1: get, <laughs> getting air for his hands because they yep. were so hot and tired. Yep.
0: yep. But, um, you know, it was a great time. I, I I, mean, you know, just cleaning, doing my own thing. But I, 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 had, a, I had a good week and a half here without you.
1: I, Although I'm happy you're back. Thank you. Yeah, I'm Glad to be back. Of course. My perspective, I knew that it wasn't worth trying to not spoil anything. Mm-hmm. Because I knew that I wasn't even going to watch, like, next day or same day. Mm-hmm. I committed to just, I'll watch it when I get back. Yeah. Even if I figure everything out. But it's tough with any sport, just like, you know, yeah. I, I watch football and it's hard
0: to to, to, to not watch a scoreline when you're not watching the game. But like Formula One, you go onto
1: Twitter and instantly, if you're a fan,
0: your feed's going to be flooded with everything that happened.
1: Yeah, my vacation, I tried to avoid my phone, mm-hmm. not necessarily avoiding spoilers. I gave up on that. Mm-hmm. But my intake of information from... The race and also like general news Mm -hmm. was all like, you know, bored moment, react, take your phone out, open Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then it's like the Mercedes hit each other on turn one. And I was like, what? (laughs) What? What What are you? What am I missing? I was watching it 30
0: minutes delayed. And I had two Uh friends separately watching it that (laughs) knew I was watching the race, but didn't know I was delayed. They both texted me right when it happened because it happened turn one did first it, lap of did the race it, did it, oh it did spoiled, spoiled it both of them spoiled uh, it for me but it was like funny because i was like i'm waiting for someone else to watch it with yeah I, I, you know i, I was 30 yeah. minutes behind but you know it happened it was still fun it was it was really a great race and and maybe we can start getting into the sprint race a little bit because we had a little bit of a surprise there yes that was did. a poll for pastry time if you will pastry <laughs> time that's the first for uh, i yeah a poll for him but not only a poll but also his first win in formula one now it's not a grand prix win he is not a grand prix winner it's a formula one win yes i'm trying to you know it's difficult trying to go back in history and like understanding sprint races weren't a thing until recently yeah um but you can It's like do you count it yeah do you not it's it's all also awkward for the announcers because they said like a formula one race winner oscar piastri but you can't say a grand prix winner because it's 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 not one and the same.
1: Yeah. And even when you start to talk about Piastri won a race before Lando Norris. Mm-hmm. It's like he,
0: yeah. he did. Yeah. But if Lando wins a grand prix this year instantly he's he's yeah. top dog again. Yeah, if we're comparing them one to one. Yeah. But um overall I think that was that was a pretty exciting race. I know we watched it together after you got back.
1: Yeah. Um I, I only saw a very Sparing amount of content mm-hmm. from Qatar, so I essentially left Wednesday prior to the weekend, so I was already plus like the first part of the vacation was all wedding stuff mm-hmm. and it was like very busy, yeah, and that was like all the way up until like midday Sunday mm-hmm. so that whole the entire time that the race was on was completely I was just unable to step away yeah I, I can go through some of
0: it you know some of the the key events that that, that transpired you know obviously yeah. at the start of the race Liam Lawson went off first seemed like there's a lot of sand on the track yeah a couple laps later Sargent went off same thing both of them got beached no accidents both of them you know were beached um might just be inexperienced both of them rookies I know Sargent has more races but it seemed like the track was was tough oh extremely yeah um and then Later on in the race, I think a couple laps later, uh, we had an instance of Alcon on, I, I want to say he was on mediums, and then we had Checo and Hulkenberg all in the same turn. Um, oh, no, Ocon yeah. might have been on softs now that I think about it, because Checo probably would have been on mediums at that point, and Hulkenberg on mediums, because both of them were quicker than Alcon. but um, they all kind of went into that turn three wide. Alcon didn't pull out, even though he was the slowest <laughs> driver. Um, but he didn't see Checo there. Um, Checo went on the outside thinking, I have a move here. He probably didn't see Alcon didn't pull out because he saw he was the fastest car out of the three of them. Yeah. And Hulkenberg was sitting in the middle. Unfortunate for him, but. Yeah. No
1: bueno. That whole event was tricky because.
0: Can't blame anyone.
1: Yeah. There was, it was so situational. Yeah. Where even though someone hit another car Mm -hmm. that person wasn't necessarily to blame yeah because it was all a lack of knowledge that there was someone on the outside yep and so when you're expecting and you're essentially giving the other driver space Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you're forcing them into a spot on the track that is advantageous to you just Mm -hmm. like anyone going down the inside or the outside you're forcing them being defensive um but then if there's a car there and you're forcing a driver into space that you think is open yep you're you're gonna have an impact
0: yeah yeah Uh, i think i think the worst part about it alcon was out chico was out hulkenberg survived it didn't get any points from the race so his race was kind of ruined from it as well all three drivers really suffered from that um you know Checo had to take a grid penalty because i don't know if you, you you do you remember his uh his side pod after that like it was destroyed oh there was a massive it hole was there's a huge hole and and i just remember watching the uh the red bull pit crew look at it after they were celebrating max's mm-hmm. championship yeah and he came to the side of the car and they were like oh oh my that's serious yeah. covered the car instantly uh, really? they just seemed stressed out after that because they yeah. had a job to do even though they were happy they had a job to do still so. Yeah. Um, You know, it's, it's, it's bad for all drivers. Um, no one was at fault, but, but I mean, that's my take. I don't know. Other people might
1: feel differently. I think you might feel similarly to me. Yeah. I mean, watching it back both post race and then, you know, just the replays they kept showing over and over, Mm -hmm. it was obvious that there was no like ill intention.
0: No, no, no one wants to take anyone out, but at the same time, anyone
1: wants to gain a position and, and three wide on a turn. And it wasn't, even, it wasn't even that someone made a dumb mistake. Mm-hmm. It was all lack of knowledge where people were. Yeah, yeah. And I guess you could then argue that it's their fault for not being vigilant. Mm-hmm. But the way that Perez came on the outside, he would have been essentially in like a blind area to both drivers mm-hmm. on the inside. Yep. Also just not watching free practice or the sprint shootout, only watching the sprint race and the race Mm -hmm. and missing qualifying and free practice. Mm -hmm. It's way harder to like keep track of where people are and everything that's happening. And then I was seeing clips from a race, not even a race, but just cars on track and without having the context of it being from qualifying or the sprint, or the sprint shootout, or the race. Mm -hmm. It was like, stuff's just happening. And uh, I'll, you know, I finally got to see it through watching the sprint race and the race. Mm -hmm. But even still, I just had such like a, I don't know how people could just, you know, if you're only enjoying watching the race, I can understand that. Mm -hmm. But me personally, without having all that prior context... I found it really hard to keep track of everything. Yeah. It also didn't help with the 18 lap max. We'll get there.
0: Yeah. We'll definitely get there where I want to just touch on one thing real quick. You go ahead. So the sprint race, one big strategy for the sprint race was mediums versus softs. Mm -hmm. And you know, you have three safety cars in a race you would expect the softs to do quite well because there's more laps that they're able to take care of themselves. Yeah. Uh, mediums take probably a full lap, I would say to fire up versus you can get softs
1: pretty ready um, going into a starting lap. Um, without, they, without having, sorry to interrupt you. Without, without having a pit stop. Yeah. It's very different. Oh yeah. Where you're not like managing per se. Yep. You're managing more with softs, but anyway. So we had, um, of the top three, Piastri,
0: Verstappen, Norris, all three had mediums, and Russell. I I want to see he was on softs. I almost guarantee he was on softs because he was losing positions towards the end. Um, Albon was also on mediums, took a couple positions towards the end of the race on some soft drivers. Alonso was on softs. Um, let me see here down the line. Gasly might have been on softs. I kind of forget, or he had a poor drive or poor qualifying. But like just looking at like, it's pretty split. It is split. But mediums overall overtook a lot more in that race. So that was just the right strategy. Yeah. Um, you know, I, and I think McLaren really pulled the trigger on that, where both of them went mediums. Um, and towards the end of the race, both of them were very fast. Um, and ultimately, that led to a double podium for McLaren in a sprint race, which I think is not the first time they've had a double podium. Um, I think it's the second. Second time. Okay. So that kind of set them up for, okay, we're doing something pretty significant here. And also Piastri. Street got his first win. We talked about that. Um, but now moving into the actual race itself, mm-hmm. um, McLaren was starting P six and P 10, which I think that was a consequence of a very poor, um, free practice one where no one was able to gather any data. Yeah. Um, they just had a poor showing and
1: qualifying. Um, but unfortunately I don't think you ever watched that. Yeah. I never saw qualifying. I just saw that they were down there. Yeah. Um, but it don't, un- I made sense, especially watching, uh, Suzuka? Mhm. Was Suzuka the one where they were there during the day? And Am I, I don't I don't think I remember. Um there Monza, was it Monza? No. It I think it was Suzuka. Mm-hmm. The free practice was like during the day. Mm-hmm. And or it was like a, a different time. So essentially the the track environment mm-hmm. wasn't the same as qualifying yeah it changes so easily so without having that same environment mm-hmm. everything on the car and the way that the tires react temperature you know all kinds of things mm-hmm. it was i guess a product of that yeah you need the, to get the, the data. change in the environment yeah not having the data to be able to like you know do all the tuning of the cars and figuring out strategy and
2: mm-hmm.
1: tracking to be able to show the different outcomes yeah to make decisions for strategy and everything yeah It makes a lot of sense that they were down there. I was kind of confused what happened, but...
0: Yeah, but, you know, it all worked out for McLaren on turn one when, uh, unfortunately, seven-time world champion Lewis Hamilton decided to go bowling instead of driving. Um, Yeah. It was awkward. I think that was, you know, he had a lot of space on that turn. Mm -hmm. I think George thought it might have been his fault. I think Lewis... uh, Both of them were angry.
1: They were both... Yeah. Especially Any driver would be. I... Just watched the race, Mm -hmm. so it's pretty fresh. But it was obvious, at least over the mic, that they were both very frustrated Mm -hmm. and basically assumed that it was the other person. Yeah, Hamilton or I can't remember if it was Russell or Hamilton, but they said taken out by my own teammate. That was Hamilton. Was that Hamilton? Was Hamilton? Yeah.
0: Um, I think I think George said some other stuff equally as extracurricular. Um, but at the end of the race, at the end of the interviews. Um, Lewis accepted that, you know, I, I might have messed up there. I, th- I don't think George had much real estate to do anything.
1: And from my perspective, I saw the clip mm-hmm. of them hitting. Didn't know if it was the race or the sprint race. Mm-hmm. And then I saw nothing. And then, like, the same day, probably later the day or a day after, I saw Hamilton apologize to yeah. Russell. And then I watched the race. Okay. So I was surprised that Hamilton was like, taking out by moment. I mean, it's no it's knock gonna, to him. It happens. It's turn one, and yeah. the, in, the amount of, like, intense focus and pressure. You want to do as much as you can on that turn. And you're like, oh, I want to, you know, go for a podium, go for a win, and then turn one, mm-hmm. you're out. That's not him. That's not who he is.
0: You yeah. know, it wasn't intentional. I think he really was just racing and messed yeah. up, you know? And, and, and when you're going that quickly, there's a lot bigger consequence, you know? Um, but... Piastri capitalized on that, went from P6 to P2 in turn one. Yeah. That, that was, was exciting. Yeah. That um, was uh,
1: good on him. And he acknowledged both right after the race and during the Max Verstappen podcast that that was a very lucky circumstance. For oh, him. yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think at that point, I want to say Lando was P, P10 to P6 in about the same time frame. So both of them made a tremendous amount of, of places up. Now, I mean, uh, during the race, I, I I would say Lando did a lot more work to get to where he finished ultimately. Yeah. Um. You know, I, Aston Martin didn't look great overall. I I think they just struggled. He went off. Alonso went off. I don't want to say he went off because they have multiple drivers, but Alonso went off. Um. He was contending for the points. Um. Still ended up with some points, but kind of a sloppy drive. I think it was just difficult. Um. In the conditions, there was one point on the radio where he asked his team if they could pour water down on his seat because it was so hot. Yeah. Um, and I think that was relatively early on too. I want to say around like 2030 around that point, maybe midway through the race where he said that, um, in that same time frame, Logan Sargent came on the radio and explained he wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. Um, as a viewer, you saw a bit later, but I was watching a little more live, technically not live, obviously because some friends blew some stuff for me, but yeah. Um, as a viewer, I was confused. I was like, what what is what is going on with our with our guys here? What?
1: Yeah. Knowing I knew obviously the not necessarily all of the results and everything that happened, but knowing and seeing because it was a huge talking point of how the tire rule changed how much drivers had to push the entire race mm-hmm. and how physical it was. Yep. So I already knew that going into it. Yeah. But I was surprised at how there was a lack of knowledge that it was so intense From during the, the actual race oh, during yeah. the broadcast. They were sort of brushing over, you know, they have to push a little harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but 18 laps. You can kill those tires oh, in 18 yeah. laps. You don't have to go slow to or not turn as sharp and pushes hard mm-hmm. in the corners. So you're dealing with way higher G-forces, and it's the entire time. And yep. even Piastri said at the end of the race, he said, "It. I feel like I just did 57 laps of qualifying. Yep. And, Every racer was
0: feeling it. Oh, man. It was... So- when I was watching the broadcast, initially, yeah. like he came or sorry, I'm going to go back to Logan Sargent yeah. real quick. Yep. He came on the radio and said, I'm not feeling too well. And I was like, oh, geez, here we go. Every single European fan is going to flame Americans for the next couple of weeks. Once again, yeah. um, ended up pulling himself out of the race. Um, and there was a clip of him getting, getting out of the car um, and he needed help out of the car. And that's one big, I want to say. Um, this came up last year when Nick DeVries did his his race and got points on debut. um he couldn't physically get out of the car himself, and there was this huge thing on f one Twitter where it was like, hmm. why is he allowed to race if he can't get out of the car because if there's an accident and the car catches on fire, he's gonna die because he can't get out of the car, right or something like that, something to that effect right? Oh, wow, I
1: didn't even think about that yeah, it's it's very side it's, of argument. It, it it's
0: a huge side of the safety aspect of Formula One, right. Hmm or you need to be able to, for lack of a better term, like, get the fuck out, yeah, you know, escape. You get out, you know. Yeah. Um, but um, watching him get out of that car after the race, it was after like all the clips on on, on social media and stuff like that. Yeah. I realized, oh, wow, this is pretty intense. It also came out that Esteban Alcon threw up on himself during yeah. the race, early on in the race, within the first 20 laps, I want to say, where, you yeah. know, he, he at, at his post-race interviews, like, yeah, I was feeling sick and, um, you know, puked on myself or whatever and i don't want to get too graphic it didn't sound great it didn't sound pleasant for any single driver yeah there um sounded like hell yeah really yeah (laughs) they were just
1: enduring yeah and just trying to make it to the end
0: so really like a nod to anyone who 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 participated finished, started whatever like that yeah that was tough um it was a show but it was tough and 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 i have to respect everyone else who, who 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 made it through um Let's see here. So I I, I want to touch on the obvious here. Mm -hmm. Max has three world championships now. Um, He joins Nicky Lauda, Jackie Stewart, Jack Brabham, Ayrton Senna, and his father-in-law, Nelson Piquet, which is, you know, a pretty good crew to be with. We obviously watched the movie with Nicky Lauda. Yep. Um. That was a that was a really great movie, and I think I've seen it like four or five times now. Honestly, I'm, I'll admit it, it's, it's really good. That is a good one. Senna, if you're in the conversation with Senna, you are doing something right in Formula One. Period, bar none. Um, and it goes with a lot of other names as well. Um, Jackie Stewart, Jack Brabham, Brab Brabham, um, a bit before my time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's like 50s, 60s. So. Uh, Nelson P.K., obviously it's cool to be in the same company as your father-in-law. Now you can probably go to, you know, holiday dinners and be on equal terms with him and him not look down on you. So I'm excited for Max in that sense.
1: He's joked about, well, he's been interviewed, I can't remember who, I think it was this year that someone interviewed him and said, do, do you, do you make your, uh, you make Kelly call you an, a Formula One world oh, champion. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And they said, no, her dad literally has more world champion titles than me. <laughs> yeah. There's no room for that. Yeah. yeah. So, but now.
0: Now he can. Now he can. Now he can. Well, at least like mildly say like, hey, yeah, I'm also a three hey. time. When he wins four, because I assume that will likely happen eventually. I don't want to make any bets here, but yeah, it's looking like the car is very good heading into next year uh, a bit early to say. But if he does get four, then he can yeah he can have a little you yeah, know, he can do that yeah um yeah so uh, ultimate race was max p1 piastri p2 norris p3 mclaren with a huge haul of points trying to chase down that aston martin team as a whole where
1: the the trend i don't know if there's like time left mm-hmm. but when you have a team dive bombing alonso getting doing the only performing for it's a one-man team currently yep and the only reason that McLaren is down there is because the first half of the season atrocious yeah their upgrades I mean you can obviously tell now that their drivers are both extremely talented Mm -hmm. um you don't have a car you can't yeah and when you have the first half of your season that you're not getting points you're going to be down there yep I could see them doing really
0: I'm excited for that. I, yeah. I think there needs to be a bit more of a constructors fight here. Yeah. Um, I think Ferrari still has something in them and Mercedes as well, but yeah, um, really whoever's trending high is, is, is probably going to be the favorite heading into next year. Obviously Red Bull is trending very highly right now, mostly with Max. Um, Checo needs to discover that car. And, 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 and you know, I... I I don't want to speak too much on that, but I I really think he needs another team at this point. But, I mean, we won't get into that maybe in another episode. But yeah, McLaren is is, is two good drivers, two quick drivers, and a very quick car, and that is very dangerous for Red Bull heading into next year. Um,
1: I found out today, before I watched the race, Mm -hmm. that the last time that a rookie has gotten multiple podiums was literally Hamilton in 2007. Really? Yes. I didn't know that, actually. He's the first rookie since 2007 to get multiple podiums in his first year. That's a little scary. Yeah. that's He's got mega potential. That's a little scary. I did not know that at his all. His potential is as big as his neck. There's a quite a white neck, yeah. Like a kangaroo. Aussie. He's Aussie, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Jacked kangaroo. I've never seen a kangaroo, I don't think. In real life? Yeah. Do they have him in the zoo? Mm, I think that they're in would think so. Okay. Around, around here. Okay. Probably. I'll need to find I've one. probably seen one. I yeah. don't know. A box
0: one? We'll see one when we go to Australia race. Yeah, one day. Yeah. Albon. <laughs> so I heard you have an Albon fact for me that I am uh, a little in the dark and you told me yesterday... Yeah. that you had one for me and I was like okay I need to yeah. not open up Twitter for the next 24 hours now which kind of blows but thanks dude sorry for ruining that no 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 it's okay there was a lot of football news in the meantime so all oh, my stuff was getting spammed by that but yeah
1: what, what do you got for me it's not crazy I think it's really cool mm-hmm. I also don't really know much about it it's basically just a headline but as far as I know it's essentially confirmed that Albon said that he wants to drive in the Daytona 500 NASCAR. NASCAR. No way. Alvon's a NASCAR driver next year. Just for, just for, I, just, just to, just to do it. I, I don't know. That's I, freaking awesome. I don't man. know how, I, cause I know that, I you go. know, Oh, that would be sweet. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Feb, Feb, there's one in February. I want to say they do it. I know I nothing know. about NASCAR. Sorry. I don't know. I do NASCAR. NASCAR. Sorry for NASCAR fans. We know nothing about it I used to, but
0: then you changed it a lot. Yeah. And that's why I don't, There's too much to learn. I don't, I don't, the stages, I don't know what stages are. What the hell does that mean?
1: But even, and like, I'm a new F1 fan, and I've heard that, you know, hasn't like Alonso done, you know, other... He's tried
0: Indy. Indy. Yeah, he wanted to win. Maybe it was Indy for Albon. I'm curious now. I mean, yeah. I'll Google it it real quick, but um, either way, like, it would be cool to see, you know, some of these uh, European drivers try to, try their hand at American racing, because, It's a different scene, you know? Yeah. Um, People come up in a different way, um, whether it be sponsorships or or, or just love the sport. Same thing happens in F1, but mostly you need a title sponsorship of some sort. Yeah. Um, And you get developed over, you know, from age age eight to, you
1: know, 22 years old when you get your F1 debut, but... um, I think it's cool that there's the opportunity for people to see that, okay, this driver's good enough to drive an F1 car. mm -hmm. They obviously have... Racing skill. I mean, even Max, they threw Max in a the Red Bull RX-7 uh, Pro, like, drifting car, mm-hmm. and he was just ripping around. Like, once you have the skills to be able to operate a vehicle that quickly, uh-huh. did I get it wrong or right? Uh, slightly wrong. Slightly wrong.
0: So, it's actually the Daytona endurance race, where he oh. would be driving for Acura Honda LM- LMDH hypercar. So, that's not... Daytona 500? That's not Daytona. Oh, I mean, uh, I don't know what's not 500 for. laps? I am very poor with knowing endurance races. We watched Le Mans. He's going to be in a car doing
1: an endurance race. Going that's fast not, somewhere in America. That's not F1, and he's going to be in the United
0: States. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which that's is cool. Sick.
0: That's sick. Yeah, it's freaking <laughs> awesome. Thanks for sharing that. I had no idea.
1: Yeah, I was, uh, it's kind of hard when we're so into this to mm-hmm. try to avoid talking about things. That it's... We we know it's gonna be We live good. together, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Instantly when I see something I'm like, Oh, I want to it's, send it to Foster. But now some... that we're doing this, it's Oh, did you hear oh oh we should save it. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Just forget I said anything. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh it's a headache for sure. But no, that's cool. That I I would imagine for you, Mr. Albon. I have the thing, hat. Yeah, you got the hat on already. right now, yeah. That that would be like cool to see. It
0: was a gift for my birthday.
1: Yeah. That a cool gift. Yeah. I also got a Williams
0: shirt, that was awesome. I was pretty excited. I need more merch stuff. We have the the Lando jersey. Yeah, yeah. I just want more. Yeah, yeah, me too. No, maybe. I if if something happens this weekend, and I'm gonna look at you, and say there's a jersey that I own and shorts that I own that if something happens this weekend and a certain particular someone scores some points, I will be featured wearing that in the next episode or maybe I guess we have a preview on Thursday possibly. Um, yeah, but if there's a post race on Sunday, I might be wearing it. A bit of garb, depending on uh, what we, happens. Yeah, we could do a dual jersey. One well, more talking choice. about if Logan Sargent gets points, I'm going to be wearing uh, all red, white, and blue. But yeah, yeah, especially in the oh, United yeah. States. Oh my god, I'm going to be sitting oh, here eating a bowl killer. of chili
1: while we record that podcast we, and cornbread. You got to do some like Florida stuff or have something from Florida. What's from Florida? Uh, Alligator crime. <laughs> crime. Oh, I'm sorry. Bath salts. <laughs> Please don't do the episode Please on salts. that.
0: Those are bad. Do not do
1: that. Do not be. <laughs> there's some good things from Florida, too oranges
0: and beaches. Sun. Yeah, sun. sun. But there's also more bad things, you know? Yeah. I, don't
1: know. I, I like Florida in January. I've been to Miami Beach, which is like defend anyone but like trashy florida. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but but that's all I've seen so I can't.
0: I was you know. in uh, Naples. Oh. Yeah, it's where people retire. It was clean. A lot of nice yeah. cars and old old people. I would be scared to
1: live there with all the hurricanes. Yeah, I don't I can't again I can't swim. And so. even if you like imagine you spend so much money and buy a house there and then it just gets wiped off the map from a hurricane. Yeah, would like it suck. If, Antarctica melts, they're kind of screwed. Anyway, sorry.
0: <laughs> Tangent, Florida. <laughs> I went a little <laughs> a little out there. But um, I did see one thing recently, and I had an article up, but unfortunately my laptop has completely lost connection. Um, mm-hmm. Adidas came into my um, feed recently on Twitter. Yeah, you texted me about that. I did text you about that. Um, I think you were already back here in... At home or somewhere close by. Oh, no, you were at work. I was at work. You were at work. Um, I hadn't left yet.
1: I think so, that was the day before I left, like Tuesday? Or
0: Monday? No, no, this is after. This is when you got back. It was the other day. It was, like, Thursday. Oh, oh. Um I thought it was before. Anyway. But no, no. No no worries. But um, I I kind of assumed, just based off of, like, F1 news, tour is definitely not going to be the name of the team next year. That's what everyone seems to be saying. Um, but there was some company that was, like, assumed to take them over, Boss, um, I don't know anything about them. I don't... You said it's like a clothing company. I don't wear their stuff. I have
1: no knowledge of them. Yeah. I think it's a smaller-ish company that's more luxury, I guess. I okay. think they have, like, watches and stuff. Like sportswear or just, like, outwear? I think it's just, like, mm, sort of, you know, higher-end But still, but not like formal. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know much about them. Yeah, I don't either. I don't own anything. I kind of forgot they existed until it became a rumor that they were being the team.
0: I was surprised by that because I always felt like looking at Formula One, it feels like it takes a tremendous amount of investment to get involved and to get your name on a team's car seems like a tremendous amount of investment, right? Yeah. I didn't think Boss would have the money for that because I don't think anyone buys their products. I mean, that's just how I feel. But maybe we're just dumb Americans and it's like, huge overseas. but yeah, but know. if it's not big in America, then it's not, it's not, big. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not very big period. Yeah, sorry. True. But, um, Adidas came onto my feed on Twitter um, that they might also be looking at that same name. Now, I don't know if it's like the sponsorship on the side of a car or if it's team name sponsorship deal. Again, I don't know what the investment would be. But you know, as someone who played sports growing up, as someone who wears a lot of just athletic gear and and, and you wear a lot of Adidas as well, we both love, have
1: shoes. I love Adidas.
0: Yeah. That excited me because yeah. there's a team that, you know, okay, mate they might not be American, right? Or I, I don't know if Adidas the company is American, I don't really care to know. But um it's something that at least the American consumer can recognize and look at you know oh red bull i know what that is i see that every time at the gas station when i really need an energy drink it's probably a red bull or a monster who happens to also be monster is a sponsor of um mercedes i think still yep um then you get adidas into the question that's a huge company sports company that also has a huge um backing in europe from football soccer football Football. um soccer but it's really soccer yes um So that's exciting for me where, you know, if a big guy gets involved um, and they offer a good investment, the team's already owned by whoever, right? But if you really want to sponsor them and provide the the money to pay everyone and and, and the factory and all that stuff like that, that's really cool to me. I I don't
1: know what your take is on that. but Well, I think especially, not to bring up some bad names, but Kanye really made Adidas huge. Like yeah, they were they were Oops. they were sort of just like riding, and Nike was like way above them mm-hmm. until Kanye got involved mm-hmm. and started making all the Yeezy stuff. And before he started wearing Ultra Boosts, they were like sixty dollars. They immediately shot to like their highest like price shoe, mm-hmm. like one hundred eighty dollars. He actually did a lot for their company. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that um no i think that they're like design and everything as far as shoes and everything that they make is like you know good quality mm-hmm. i think um so i think if they you know just imagining seeing adidas on the side of a car whether it's like featured like thinking about the mclaren like chrome mm-hmm. integrating how much like is like obviously a big sponsor and they're not called chrome mclaren mm-hmm. but it's like a big part of the car yeah and like the fact that the wheels have the little you know Chrome logo colors and everything yep have the idea of having like adidas be a part of same thing with williams with the duracell battery oh my god like that's a the... really cool integration i don't know
0: if you're watching this duracell but you have the best sponsorship out of anyone on the grid right now <laughs> when
1: i saw that battery
0: coming into this year i was so hyped he hadn't even watched a race yet and I showed him this car
1: and I just remember you saying, That's sick. I think I was just like watching it organically, like yeah. racing or whatever we were watching. And yep. I was like That was this year's the first year. That's a battery. Yeah. It's a big battery. It's a
0: battery on the car. That's <laughs> best sponsorship, ten out of ten
1: this year. Yeah, as it, integration into the car. Mm-hmm. Really like perfect.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and we'll get it back for Coda. Because they're done with the golf. Well, they had hand. they had the Duracell on the golf cart.
0: Did they have it? On yeah, the golf it was box? it was it was it was still there. Huh.
1: But it looked sick regardless. Yeah.
0: Um I still think that golf cart was probably the nicest car all year of any any car. Just saying.
1: But I like the livery more than the suits. But that's fair. I agree that it, for a special company livery, it was mm-hmm. really cool. I love you, Williams.
0: Anyway, um <laughs> but uh yeah, I don't know. We got some uh, exciting stuff to look forward to this upcoming year. Um, I think, you know, we have a couple of races left. We got Coda. We got, I think Mexico, uh, we have Sao Paulo or Interlagos rather Vegas, Vegas baby. We're throwing a party for Vegas. I'm very excited for that. We're going to try to
1: introduce some of our friends to formula one. Yeah. Our main goal is to make it a party that everyone can enjoy. Yeah. That's also not an F1 fan. Yeah. And then just casually, We'll
0: be watching the race. I'm going to make food. By I'm going to make food, I mean Foster's going to make food and I'll hopefully do the
1: dishes. That would be nice. (laughs) We'll we'll get some like party food too. So it's hopefully we can get a bunch of people. It should be fun. Um, Abu
0: Dhabi to round it out. So it's Abu Dhabi, Vegas, Kota, Lagos, Mexico, five races, which it's been a long year.
1: How, how, How are you enjoying your first season so far? What do you think? I think that. <clears throat> obviously I wish that it was tighter competition yep. as far as winning constructor and driver's championship. But you picked one of the worst teams at the start of the year to be your favorite team. Oh yeah.
0: And how has like, that been?
1: Oh, it's been great recently because <laughs> I mean, I think I talked about it in a previous episode, but Lando Norris was the first person that I had heard about the yep. driver that I'd heard about. Yep. So I kind of just loosely picked some someone to root for. Yeah, someone you knew yeah. of or something. You yeah. Know? And also it's kind of fun to root for an underdog team. Yep. Like I knew that you were Williams right off the rip. Oh, except on. So especially with, you know, how they're doing recently. It's mm-hmm. super exciting. Yeah. But watching, especially watching old Formula One content, like 2012. Mm-hmm and like that kind of like 2008, you know, 2007 Lewis Hamilton era mm-hmm. seeing like compilation videos show, showing the seasons. It's incredible. When the the standings and like in the top 5 drivers are changing coming, like man. per race. It is literally coming.
0: That's exciting. Yeah. And 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 I don't want to say it's been a boring season because there have been exciting moments, but for sure there's more exciting seasons to come. Like yeah. We've watched history. Obviously, Max Verstappen is completely dominant yeah. to a point that this will be talked about 10 years from now as the most dominant performance anyone has ever had in a Formula One season.
1: He's already on the list with all those other names yeah. that we talked about. We talked about it earlier. He's already solidified his name in history. But what comes next? What's next? I'm so excited, man. Yeah. So much to go. It's almost like a little appetizer as like a new fan. Yeah. It's like, this is F1 competition but it's like kind of you know it's already over yeah championship wise yeah so the rest is just sort of entertaining and see if anything we can, can happen if mclaren can, can still get a win this year yeah
0: or multiple multiple you have no idea we have no idea but i think that's what makes formula one so much fun to watch um and that's why it's exciting to talk about that's why it's very exciting to talk about i'm hopefully really to listen hopefully to listen hopefully to listen hopefully to watch we have our youtube going up um
1: I think we're on, we on might, Apple Podcasts now.
0: We are on Apple Podcasts. We got approved. I don't know how that works, but that was a little stressful because I submitted the application. Um, it took two weeks, and then I got an email that we got yeah. it, and I told you, I think we were watching TV or something. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. we're on Apple
1: Podcasts now because your coworkers prefer that over Spotify. Yeah, um, there's, there's a lot of people that only listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Most people that I know only listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a few of them only listen on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And like I don't even have Spotify. I have a Spotify account, but I don't use premium. Yeah. And so, having you know, being able to put it out everywhere is pretty cool. Yeah.
0: So I think we have possibly a race preview coming out this week. We'll see. Um, yeah, we're exactly. doing a lot of gym stuff right now, so we gotta find some time between our soreness after the gym to
1: <laughs> to record some content. It should be back to a. More regular schedule now that because this vacation for me has been planned for months, yeah. so I knew it was happening. Mm-hmm. We and didn't it, really have time to pre-record or anything yeah, like that, but it worked out. and we even discussed doing like remote stuff. But yeah, I too think, much. Yeah. We're too early. Yeah, but
0: we might have some sim stuff coming out. We'll see if we can finagle something here. I mean, I, I've been doing a lot of sim work. I'm gonna might give you some homework this week just to you know hop on on your free time and
1: I think having a especially for the preview. Having each of us have to try to get a fastest lap.
0: I'm scared to do that for the preview because it's before free practice. And if they beat us in free practice by 10 seconds, I'm going to be so
1: sad. Well, that no, that'll be entertaining because then we'll talk about the fastest lap. Yeah. What, what would be interesting is like comparing drivers' fastest laps during the race. Yes. Which is inherently going to be slower. True, true. To see how bad they beat us. Yeah, that and during, and during the race while we're the wall. while we have no other cars on the track <laughs> oh and we're just God. and we're running it like a hundred laps in a row <laughs> until we can finally get a quick one. We'll get better. Yeah, we. Plus, will. Plus now we have a PC dedicated to the sim.
0: That's true. That's exciting. And now I can actually we'll get, get that my computer set up. back.
1: Uh, we should do a um, off-season karting. I don't know. We'll see one day. Yeah. But anyway. thanks for watching this episode of slash listening. To oh, this baby. episode of Basement Breaks. Yes. And we'll see you before Coda. Okay. Oh, yeah.
0: Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.